right, welcome one and all to the Good Improv Show. It's happening on gradio.ca. Which is Edmonton's best local station. I think you probably know that by now. We've been telling you that for quite some time at this point. If you're watching, why don't you take a moment right now, feel free to dislike this video, unsubscribe, uh, go to that PayPal link there and enter in the amount of money you would like us to send you and then hit send. And that'll take care of that part of the show. Put in a high amount. We have lots to give. The resources are limitless. So you write in there whatever dollar figure you think is appropriate and it will be promptly sent to you from us. That's the good improv guarantee. And just as a disclaimer, none of that is guaranteed. We do have some words of inspiration that are going to help us make some comedy for you today. Those are birthday. Blood. And NASDAQ. <laughs> do you remember when you were real nervous about celebrating your last birthday? I do remember when I was nervous about celebrating my last birthday. I was turning 30 as you know, and people say it's all downhill from there. And as you know, I live at the top of a real steep hill, so I thought my whole house was going to fall down the hill and all my stuff was going to slide down down the hill, so it was a real nerve-wracking time. Little did I realize that they were just talking about my body physically collapsing in on itself. I, I got you a bunch of climbing gear because I thought you were going to be struggling with hills, but uh, turns out it was more of a metaphor than an actual hill. Do you remember when I forgot it was your birthday? Yes, I do. Uh, hey, brother, how you doing? How you doing oh, today? Doing uh, pretty I'm good. doing pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. You're my twin brother. Anything you might have forgotten today? Anything you think you might have uh, forgotten today? Uh, something, I don't know, something that comes around once every year? Something that is meaningful to the two of us. Something that happened on this day. Yes. Many years ago, the two of us. Remember, twin brothers, anything you're forgetting, perhaps? Yes, we, we saw that stray dog that comes around every year, and I forgot to leave a bowl of food for it. Oh, my goodness. I haven't seen scraps. I haven't seen scraps in a while now, come to think of it. Huh. No, it's not scraps. Oh? I picked scraps up and I took him to the SPCA a couple of weeks ago. I couldn't handle the idea that he was only eating once per year. Oh, well, I thought that's all a dog needed, you know? They, just, they eat and then they can go like 364 days without food. Just forget scraps, forget scraps, okay? Is there any special event that you're forgetting that a twin brother might share with his twin brother on his own birthday? You remember how it's your birthday today? Anything that you may be forgetting? perhaps oh yes the paul brothers are fighting today there's their twin scrappers in the ffc the fighter fighter competition there are a couple of scrappy fellas speaking of scraps getting into scraps which is lingo for fighting it's not the paul brothers in the ffc although i'm sure that's going to be an amazing fight might be an interesting thing to watch on a certain special occasion you know how it's your birthday today twin brother is there any I don't know, any, anything you may be forgetting specifically about today that, you know, maybe would affect me also being your twin brother, anything you may be just kind of forgetting or... I haven't paid the rent in a while, which probably will affect you because you're going to be forced to move, actually. The locks have been changed on our building. Well, won't we both have to move? This affects us both then. Well, I'm in pretty tight with the new landlord, so I don't think it's going to affect me as much as it's going to affect you. It is my birthday today. It is? We're twin brothers. It's your birthday today. 
You threw a big party, remember? I thought you celebrated later than I did. Why would I celebrate later? We were obviously born on the same day. We're twins. Yeah, yeah, but I thought that I would, I would celebrate on the birthday, and then you celebrate, like, some other day so that, you know, I'm not stealing your shine. So you can kind of have your own day. The theme of your party was, it's my birthday and no one else's. Yeah, that was a good theme, wasn't it? No, it was a hurtful theme. Why was it? Oh, because you also were born on the day I was born. Yes. One of the guests walked in, and he grabbed my hand. He said, oh, buddy, so glad to see you. Here's a gift for you. Can't wait to see your face when you open that, Jordan. And then I told him, no, I'm Dan. I'm the other twin. And he's like, oh, it's not your birthday. And he yanked the present out of my hands. And pushed you away, yeah. I saw from afar. Well, look, I'll make it up to you, okay? I'll make it up to you. Next birthday, we'll both celebrate, yeah? Okay. Okay, now that's more like it. I'm sick of going through this every year. Where there's an elaborate party where you're throwing these cool parties that are just for you. Party of one, you call them sometimes. Well, no longer, twin brother. Okay. Things are about to change around here. We cut forward one year. Oh, Dan. Hello. I'm glad you're here. As you can see, I've got all my, my fishing gear because I'm headed out on the party boat to do a bunch of fishing. I left you a cupcake with a candle in it on the counter. Don't let the landlord see you because you don't live here anymore. But you know what? Well, hold on, hold on. What, do we, wait a minute, you left the cupcake? Yeah. This is the big birthday surprise you've been amping me up for all year, saying things are going to be different now? You're going on a luxury cruise liner to fish off the side of a boat with your buddies and a whole bunch of celebrities, and I'm stuck here eating a single cupcake in the dark because if the landlord sees me, he calls the police on me? Half a cupcake. Oh, half a cupcake. Well, it's our birthday. I thought it's only right we should share. They're going to have cupcakes on the yacht. I'm sure of it. Yeah, probably, probably, but that's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. I mean, look, we're probably not even going to have that much of a fun time out there on the party yacht. Oh, I'm sure you won't. I'm sure you won't. It's only been rated as number one most attractive luxury cruise. They say that to sell more luxury cruises. Okay, it can't possibly be that good. Otherwise, people would never leave. We cut forward one more year. Dan, I've been on that party cruise for a year. And let me tell you, it's been wild. But I'm back. This is the first time we've interacted in an entire year. I've been worried sick. I've been calling around. I've been trying to find you. Like, what happened? It's such an amazing boat. You never want to get off. Wait, so you didn't get in a shipwreck or like, get taken over by pirates or anything like that? The ship didn't sink? You were just on a party boat partying for a year-long birthday celebration. And I couldn't have been there for one day of that? We had some pirates try to take over the ship, but you know they started having such a good time at the party <sighs> that they just joined in in the fun. So what, do you have anything planned for this year's birthday celebration? Or you just come here to pick up a few items and then get right back on the boat again? Is that what's going on here? Yeah, I think I left my sunglasses here when I took off last time. I was in such a rush. Actually, I see them. You, uh... Dan, I don't mean to be a bother, but, uh... You've got my, uh... My sunglasses on your... Fine. Fine. I was treating them like they were a birthday gift. Fine. Thank you. I guess the half cupcake was the entire gift, then. Did you at least bring a couple of snacks for me off of the yacht? 
you know, I did. I brought you this bag of ice. A bag of ice. A bag of ice, yes, to keep your drinks cold. But that's only part of the gift, because the other part is the drinks. Which, you know what, I'll go back, I'll get them, they're on the party yacht. It's just moored down at the harbor there. I'll be right back. Now you're right, right on the boat and then right off the boat again, okay? On off, lickety split. Okay, I'm going to hold this bag of ice until you get back. We cut forward one more here. Oh, hey, brother. Hello. Well, you got a empty plastic bag in your hand. Are you taking out the trash? No. This used to be filled with ice. Then it was filled with water. Then eventually it slowly evaporated away until it's filled with nothing at all. Huh. And what's this? In my other hand. Empty glass. Oh. Nope, nothing in there. Nothing whatsoever. Living frugally, huh? I like it. I like it. You've taken on the minimalist lifestyle. Do not tell me that when you went on the boat last year to get a drink real quick and run it off to me, that the boat somehow undocked, went through all the checklists that it needs to go through, got clearance from the harbor master, and then sailed away in the 30 seconds you're supposed to be on the ship. I can't in good conscience tell you that happened. Because that isn't the truth. The truth is, I went to go back to the ship to get you your drink. And I wound up taking a slight detour to the airport and wound up on a party plane. Never been on one of those before. <laughs> and it was in the air for an entire year. It was such a wild time. You know when those things refuel, another plane comes up alongside it and it sticks the fuel line in the receptor thing. And it's, well, it's not important that I explain how it works, but. That costs millions of dollars to do like one time. And they were doing this for an entire year. So you could fly 24-7 for an entire year. Yes, and I hope you don't mind, but I borrowed your credit card, and that is how I financed the party plane, so I am here to return that to you. My credit card. That's the gift that I get this year for my birthday. I racked up a lot of points for you, my man. You could fly anywhere you want. I'm going to plan next year's celebrations. All right? We cut forward one year. Welcome to the party boat. Only one of us is going to be allowed entry to this boat. And I think you know exactly who that's going to be. Me, I presume? Yes, goddammit, they wouldn't let me on. <laughs> Remember when you started selling stocks in your body? Commodities usually include lumber, pork backs, and orange juice. But I decided to start selling shares of my body. My liver, my kidneys, my bones. Exactly. The price of my body remained at pennies. Fractions of pennies. I'm fully aware of that. Fully aware of that. Now, my body is up on the stocks to 60 cents. And that's exactly why I'm here, Jordan. 2,000% increase of what it was. So if you had invested in my body 10 years ago, if you had invested $1,000, you'd have $630,000 right now. That's correct. And that's what I'm here to claim from you. As your earliest investor in buying parts of your body, I think it's time that I collected. I've come to sell my shares, I'm going to get out of the Jordan game, and I'm going to need the $630,000. Well, first of all, thank you for investing. I really appreciate it. Happy to. You know what you could do, because you've made so much money? Slap down another investment and see your investment 
increase even more. Hmm. Once I own 100% of, say, your kidneys, yeah. what more can you possibly unleash there? Like, there's no innovation to be had in the field of you having kidneys. Uh, that's true, but suppose I grow more kidneys. Suppose there's maybe four kidneys in there instead of two. I haven't had a body scan. There could be eight kidneys inside of me. So just pure speculation, just rolling the dice, hey? Speculation is a huge part of investing. You know what? I'm in. I'm in. There may be four kidneys in there. I'm in. Okay, fantastic. We cut forward two months. Dan, I have some news for you. Excellent. In terms of your investment. Perfect. If the news is as good as the time you told me you had those four kidneys ready to go, then I can't wait to hear it. You ever heard of kidney beans? Mm -hmm. I've been eating a lot of those, helping them kidneys grow. Okay. And I'm happy to announce to you that my kidneys have doubled in size. As I have doubled in size, my body, you might notice I'm a little bit larger now. I had noticed that. So price of your stocks are going through the roof. Just like I had to go through the roof where that crane lifted me through the roof the other day. Because you couldn't fit through the door. Yeah, yeah, because I've gained so much mass. Right, understood, understood. Okay, well, what can I do? Do you need more, another infusion of cash here? Is that what we're talking? I think that would be great. I think if you are going to make such a nest egg off of this, it's going to blow your mind. Okay, sounds good. I mean, I'll write you another check. For now, all the money I have exists only on paper. It's not actually been given, delivered to me in cold hard cash, but I trust you. Excellent, as you should. Here is all of the money I've made so far. 1.26 million. Wow, you are a rich, rich man. About to be even richer. Well, Jordan, your body's been good to me. I'm not going to lie. I'm hoping to put my kids through college on some of the deposits inside of your body. We cut forward two more months. Dan, the market's crashed. Yeah, you look really small. What's going on here? Well, I lost everything that I had eaten. That made me so big. How? Well, mostly through vomiting and through diarrhea. <sighs> Those are the main two ways. And honestly, your assets were liquidated. There's a lot of liquid. Too much liquid, if anything. The doctors say now that my kidneys don't even function. None of them? None of them. I'm on dialysis now. Yeah, well, that's great. So I'm ruined is basically what you're telling me here. No, that's not what I'm telling you at all. You're doing even better than you've done before. Does you know what the market crash means? What? That means that things are on sale, man. You can get things for a fraction of the cost. You always buy the dip. You can buy, buy up your spleen at pennies on the dollar. Exactly. Always buy the dip, just like I always buy the dip when I go shopping. <laughs> Hey, do you remember when your nose wouldn't stop bleeding? I do remember when my nose wouldn't stop bleeding. And you know what the problem was? It's so silly. It's because I would constantly be going into the boxing gym and having the boxers just punch me as hard as they could right in the nose. That was causing the whole problem. The minute I stopped doing that, nosebleeds cleared right up. Wow. Yeah. Well, you really were dedicated to that, taking punch after punch after punch to your nose. I didn't see the correlation until the doctor explained it to me. If you take a heavy hit in the nose, it can start bleeding. 
Every day I was going in there, I'd get punched in the face repeatedly by these boxers, right in the nose, because that's my specialty. Uh-huh. And then a little while later, my nose just started bleeding. It's just like, what's going on here? Huh. I still don't understand how they're connected, but uh, I'm glad you got your nose fixed. Remember that time that you wanted to be a vampire, but you're kind of freaked out by blood? Yeah, that was a tough time for me. Trying to get into the whole vampire lifestyle, but being just very, very freaked out, weirded out by blood. Do you know what's running through our bodies all the time? Inside of little pipes that are in us? I know, I know, it sounds ridiculous. And some blood moves quicker than others. Blood in your veins moves slow. Slower than the blood in your arteries. So, Jordan, you're the new recruit around here. Yeah. You've been doing a fantastic job with everything, okay, I gotta tell you. The capes you've been choosing, amazing. The classic Widow's Peak vampire hairstyle, we all love it. I gotta tell you, we all love it. Cool, cool. And when you do the Transylvania accent, it doesn't come across as just like a hacky joke. It, like, it really feels like you're from Transylvania. I'm so glad I'm fitting in so well with this group. We're loving it. Loving everything that you're doing so far. There's only one last ritual you gotta go through. Mere formality. This is the easiest one, honestly, for vampires, because, you know, they're already way into this by the time they get to this stage. So, okay, we're gonna give you the goblet full of human blood. All you gotta do is down that puppy, and then you're in. And, quite honestly, I see you raising to the ranks of head vampire very quickly after this. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. The, the goblet full of what now? Yeah, the, the goblet of, of human blood. Mere formality for a vampire of your natural skill. Okay. Okay. I, I raise it up for a toast, sort of swirl it around. Right. Exa- you know exactly what to do. Get the flavors all mixed in there. Get the air all mixed in with the blood so it's the maximum viscosity, maximum smell coming off it. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's viscous, isn't it? Yeah, the next step will be when you gulp it all down in one gulp. Maybe some blood will be dripping off your fangs. You'll... Lick that off because it's so good, right? You don't want to miss waste even a drop. I, you know, I filled up on Gatorade before I came here, so I don't know if I've got room for blood because I'm so full. <laughs> oh, that sort of funny stuff. That's going to get you in with so many people so you can ah, bite in their necks, suck that blood up. Yum, 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 yum. You're going to be so good at that, Jordan, with that natural wit of yours. No, seriously, it's just the single cup of blood, very easy to do. Something you're going to drink anyway, right? Like, you're going to go home and have a big glass of blood anyhow, I'm sure. Their necks? You bite them on their necks? That's gross. It's disgusting. People are always rubbing their necks. You ever see anybody wash their neck when they go to the bathroom? They get pee splatter up, up on there. Nobody's washing the neck. They always wash the hands. I mean, some of them don't even wash the hands, and then they're rubbing the neck. I don't want to put my mouth on that. Okay, well, you know what? That's fine. The way you choose to get blood from people, that's your business. If you want to sterilize the neck first, that's fine. This blood has already been certified. It's already good. Our vampire chef in the back, he's prepared this for you. So I got to tell you, it's been sterilized. It's been inspected. This is the top quality stuff. King grade blood. King grade blood. Not just peasant blood. King grade. Did a rabbi oversee the preparation? Because that... It would be important for me that it's kosher. A rabbi did, indeed, oversee the Mm. preparation. Darn it. Say a person, a vampire person, obviously, 
didn't like blood. They'd probably be welcomed into this group, I imagine. This tolerant group. Blood is, you know, pretty key. Pretty key. Huh. Huh. It's just the blood here in the in the uh, in the chalice. That's the stuff. Yeah. Looks a little cluggy. It's the oh, perfect oh, clugginess. Oh. God, it looks like balsamic that's gone bad. Oh, ooh. I so don't suppose we could just sprinkle some of this over a green salad, like a dressing. I could consume it that way. Like the salad is the meal and the blood is kind of just there as a side sort of thing? To enhance it, yeah. Not a side, but in the, you know. I mean, if you would have told me that you're going to put the lettuce leaves on to enhance the flavor of the blood, then maybe we'd have something there. But if you're using the blood to enhance the flavor of the lettuce, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give pause there. God, can we cook it up into a sausage or something, like English style? Like a blood sausage. Yeah. No, that's really not an option here today, unfortunately. Oh, oh I don't think I can do it. I'm going to be sick. What seems to be the problem? I, I am used to homemade blood. And this, this kind of blood is not going to sit well. I had a bad experience once. I went into a convenience store and got a, a blood there. And I think it had expired, and it just really put me off the taste of blood I haven't prepared myself. Okay, I get I get it. Okay, Jordan, you know what? That's fine. I'm going to drink that for you. Oh, God. Mm. 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 Tell you what, we've got a backup prepared here, because some people don't like the gourmet-style blood, and that's totally valid. So we've got a woman here who claims to be your mother, but obviously couldn't be because as a vampire, you were born of the original vampire. We all know how that works. And you're going to be able to prepare her blood for your, yourself right here in front of us. Using your patented vampire techniques that you know so well, buddy. Oh, I can't wait to see what you do with this vampire guild. It's going to be amazing. Full disclosure. When I uh, get blood from the people, like I said, I don't like to bite the neck. Sure. What I like to do is rob them at gunpoint. Say, give me all your blood. Put it in this bag. Nice. Okay, well, here's a pistol. You do what you need to do. Oh, I was going to have to go home to get my gun, but you have one right here. I yeah, see. you feel free to use that pistol however you need to extract that blood from this lady. This is kind of a, a slippery grip. Oh. Doesn't really feel comfortable in the hand. Oh, I got four or five more, whatever you like. I've got the pearl grip, I've got the the grip with the you know, the grip on it. Whatever you like. <sighs> this is hard. This is really hard. Because hard to I, decide. I, you, yeah. I love blood so much. But at the same Obviously. time at the same time, I think you know I think now might be a good time for me to just quit to practice discipline. To be tempted by the blood, but not drink it, no, no matter how badly I want to drink oh, it. Oh, I see. Just to I show see. how strong I can resist the urge of that thick, cluggy, viscous blood. Wow. Okay, well, you know what? I've never seen such self-control. A vampire has been presented basically a hundred opportunities to drink both the gourmet blood and blood that is essentially street food, you know, like from a food truck here, and you've just resisted at every opportunity. I'm really impressed, Jordan. We cut forward 20 minutes where 
Vampire Dan is catching me eating a sandwich. What? <laughs> Hmm. I thought, hmm. You remember how you insisted you weren't hungry before? That's why you couldn't eat the blood, and you'd, you'd had so much Gatorade and everything, and you were planning to have a big blood feast when you got home and all that stuff. Why do I see you eating a... What is that? Is that a vegetarian sandwich? Uh, this? I wasn't... Oh, I wasn't eating this. You thought I was eating this? It looked like it. <laughs> oh, I could see, perhaps from afar... And with the the light in here being dim, how you could think I was eating this. But what I was actually doing was practicing biting a neck. And the sandwich, this hoagie sandwich, was an imitation neck. I see. I see. And now I will just uh, place this sandwich on the edge of the garbage. Okay. Like a vampire would do. Okay, I see what's going on here. Place it right there. I see what's going on here. This is enough lying, all right? Jordan, enough lying. Hmm? This is enough lying. What? You very clearly love blood too much. That is so obvious to me now. You're practicing how to get it out of necks, even though you don't really like necks, and you already have a technique that you use on the regular. This is just stunning. I've never seen such dedication to the love of blood as this before. Yeah, yes, that you you caught me. That is what I was uh, doing. I wish you would have just told us this going into the thing, you know? We wouldn't have forced all this blood stuff on you if we would have known. From now on, I want to be in control of your daily blood consumption, okay? I'm going to give you the normal amount of blood that a vampire would need. I'm going to oversee everything. I'm going to make sure that when you get up in the morning, that's one glass of blood. Lunchtime, one glass of blood. Nighttime, half a glass of blood just like every vampire needs, and I'm going to personally oversee that now, okay? Oh, God. This has been The Good Improv Show. Anybody watching, thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you feel like liking this video, give a like. If you feel like subscribing, subscribe. If you feel like donating, feel free to do that as well. You can catch more of the Good Improv Show at our website, goodimprov.com. You can follow us on social media at Good Improv. And check out Breaking the News, which is also a fun show. Check it out. Watch it. Subscribe it. Like it. Share it. Y'all come back now, you hear? 